Hello and welcome to Freedom From Fear, a German New Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Newberry. And I'm your other host, Abigail Puccioni. Please be aware that nothing discussed here on this podcast should be taken as medical advice. Consult your trusted professionals and your own inner knowing before making any health decisions. This is part two of the episode. We hope you enjoy the continuation of our conversation that we started in part one of questioning your health paradigm. But I started to, to ask the question like, okay, well, why? You know, why? And I was also really big into <laughs> functional medicine lab tests. So we would do, you know, the organic acids test, you know, the look at your gut health test, right? And they, they tell you how bad you're, you have a leaky gut. You know, that's a big word, like leaky mm-hmm. gut this, leaky gut that, you know, everything's attributed to leaky gut and bacterial overgrowth and yeast overgrowth. And it would be interesting though, because the more lab tests that I studied of, you know, my clients and myself, I would notice that some clients that came to me with really severe symptoms, their labs would actually not look as bad as I thought they would. Whereas ones that came with not as bad of symptoms, pretty minor symptoms, would have horrible looking labs. Mm-hmm. And then I started to realize like, oh, like you could take pretty much anyone off the street that was totally symptom free. And I bet their gut health, like lab test is going to look pretty messed up. <laughs> so it's really yeah. interesting how this stuff, it just like, wasn't lining up. And ever since I was young, I've always been really big into like, okay, but why, you know? And I remember being young, going to the doctor's office and be like, well, well, why do I have this? You know, I would ask the doctor, like with my genetic disorder, with, um, you're you know, one of those with, fun patients. Yeah, I'm one of the fun <laughs> patients. That's right. I probably drove them insane. Uh, and I, I would be like, you know, well, why do I have osteoporosis? And they tried, tried to tell me it was because I had, you know, an eating disorder when I was in high school. I did ballet pre-professionally. But I'm like, okay, well, then there, by the way, there are a lot of pre-professional ballet dancers, middle school, high school age that have eating disorders. I would say a vast mm. majority of them do. Um so why was I diagnosed with osteoporosis and others weren't, yeah. you know, and, and I, yeah. I would ask questions like, okay, well, why me? Um, it was definitely coming from a very victim-y place, but at the same time, like, you know, why me, why me, you know, and, and uh, about, you know, why I had such bad chronic back pain that, you know, even the doctor said, well, you know, you have herniated discs, but where they're herniated doesn't necessarily match up with where you're saying you have the pain. And so thankfully that's why they, they would never operate on me is because they're like, you know, this doesn't quite line up and they would at least, you know, acknowledge that. And then I was like, oh, well, yeah, that, you know, what, well then why me? So anyway, it was this whole, uh, process of kind of just continuing to dig deeper and asking questions. And then, you know, I got into the whole mind body realm and, you know, certain practitioners, you know, they, they clear trapped emotions and Reiki work and, you know, all these different things. And I, I got in a little bit to the concept of, you know, the, the fact that stored emotions that we haven't processed can cause physical issues. Mm-hmm. And I think the the language used to describe this, like I don't quite agree with anymore, but the basic idea that experiences in your life and, um, you know, events that that you go through, you know, like trauma you experience, for example, can, you know, be a large factor, if not the cause of different health issues. So I started to kind of open my mind to that and realize like, oh, like, um, 
what if it's not the the mold, the parasites, the EMFs? The, you know, because again, you have to yeah. ask yourself the question and think logically, why, you know, say people living in a house, like a family, and the one, the mom, you know, maybe has really severe EMF sensitivity and like, you know, oh, it's the EMFs, it's EMFs, or it's the mold, but the other people living in the same household don't have any symptoms, you know? Yeah. So why, you know, and I'm not saying those things aren't a factor, but you have to dig deeper. Like, why does someone have such a sensitivity to certain things and others don't, you know, why does someone have celiac and someone else have a shellfish, shellfish allergy, or, you know, why does someone have an issue with dairy, you know? Yep. And so I started to ask more questions about, okay, like, what if I'm seeing all of this in the wrong way? Like, what if I'm not you know, diving deep enough into like the true, like what is the true root cause? Because I also experienced other um, people in the wellness world, you know, even some colleagues, I would say that lived much like me, very perfectly clean lives, non-toxic, everything, um, you know, ate perfectly, you know, whole foods based organic foods, like gluten, dairy free, you know, <laughs> like they ate super well. Right. And they avoided toxins. They had EMF protectors on their phones, you know, all the things, right? Unplug their Wi-Fi at night and they would <laughs> yeah. end up with a random stage four cancer diagnosis, you know, or some other big, scary diagnosis. Or I would yeah. see people constantly doing detoxes and protocols and on, I mean, most people I know in the wellness world are constantly on some supplement, probably several, and the answer is, okay, like if you have done all this work, why are you still needing this much you know, yep. support? And it's because they have the belief that there are all of these external baddies, you know, these, these bad guys <laughs> out to get them, right? The little, the, someone said wee beasties, like for parasites, <laughs> yeah. the wee yeah. beasties, you know, like <laughs> the wee beasties are out to get me, you know, the bacteria is <laughs> out to get me, the, and then in modern medicine, the germs, the viruses are out to get me. Um, you know, my genetics are out to get me or, you know, in the holistic realm, you know, like I said, the EMFs, the mold, the, the toxic stuff, the toxic ingredients in my food, the preservatives, or oh in my, my gosh, clothes, that's out to get in me my, in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything is toxic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit, do you want to jump in and say anything? That's a little bit about my background in that, um, I guess I well, I just I wanted to I connect. Um, I wanted to connect what you were saying about, and what I was saying about, yeah, like putting out fires and yeah. how the holistic world and um, Western medicine are very similar in that way. They're mm -hmm. just putting the fires out with different things, yeah. right? Like even like homeopathy, which and and again, we're not saying that there is anything wrong with doing any of these things, right. but but what's your intention behind it? And mm -hmm. you want to support your healing that the body's already doing. And yeah. so this kind of putting out fires or playing whack-a-mole, mm -hmm. like Western medicine is doing that just like holistic medicine is. Like, it's the same thing. It's just like, oh, well, this fire is caused by, you know, it's, it's because of the mold or, mm -hmm. you know, oh, it's because of this. And, um, and I, I found, and I think that you and I have talked about this before, that people in Western medicine seem to be able to actually say, like, I don't know, a lot easier yeah. 
than the holistic realm. (laughs) The thing I've noticed (laughs) that's wild to me is that if you see like a, a wellness practitioner that at the moment they happen to really be into like mold or something, you will find that, and this is just a classic example of confirmation bias, right? You will find that literally any symptom someone comes to them with, the answer is a mold protocol and getting Mm -hmm. the mold out of their house. That will be their answer to everything. I know a biological dentist that um, is in my town and his answer to everything is a $15,000 mouth widening procedure that he claims fixes all sorts of things. And it's to make your mouth bigger because apparently the modern mouth is too small. And I'm not disputing that. I'm just trying to show examples of how no matter what practitioner you see, they will take, of course, the way they've been trained, but also yep. their current, you know, buzzword, their current, you know, obsession of, you know, uh, oh my gosh, a, a practitioner that specializes in parasite cleansing will attribute any symptom <laughs> you have to mold, rash, yep. mold, stomach issues, or sorry, parasites. Um, stomach issues, parasites, but the same thing with the mold practitioners, right? Yep. A rash because of the mold, like you, you can't get away from whatever they like consider to be like, you know, the biggest root cause, you know, or, or if, if someone's really into the EMF stuff, they will find a way to attribute anything to that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, this can be applied to so many things, right. But that's a pattern that I noticed. Well, and what's so beautiful about all of that is that, like Abigail is saying, you know, if one person in the house is really affected by something and other people are not, that's where GNM comes in mm-hmm. because it's about your individual perception and how, how you're kind of taking in the world and what your thoughts and feelings and beliefs are about the thing because it's not really about the thing whether that's food or right the wi-fi router or Mm -hmm. um you know toxic things in your clothing or your food or you know not using a shower filter on your shower right um that used to give me anxiety (laughs) yeah I still have one yet if I I traveled but I need a I need a new filter I just haven't done it yet yeah um but you know, like the, it's, it's actually more about your relationship to the thing than the mm-hmm. thing itself, because totally. if something is like at a toxic or poisonous level or like, then it would affect everyone Equally. the same way and accounting the, for like the same symptom or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if it is the gluten, then everyone that's eating gluten or like yeah. glyphosate, let's say that's mm-hmm. some people's favorite thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, blame, blame it on the glyphosate. Um, sounds like a fun song. We could make up a new, a new jingle. <laughs> um, blame it on the glyphosate. Yeah. yeah but the, the key factor, there's the blame, right? Yep. Blaming something yep. outside yourself. Exactly. When, and I think this is probably the hardest thing with really integrating German new medicine is taking that, like, you know, 200% personal responsibility that actually your psyche and how you're perceiving life and situations is actually the root cause of your symptoms. And and not saying that from a blamey, like, oh, I'm not good enough because now I'm having Mm -hmm. symptoms because that, that is, is also like, oh, that is actually changeable within myself. I can't change my genes. I can't change my height. 
you know, like there's these things that we can't change, but our perception, how we see the world, how we interact with people and things and, you know, unexpected things that are going to naturally be a part of living as a human. Sure. Is something that we can shift and we can take our power back and, you know, recover quickly. Right. Because right. the the point of, of all of this, and I tell this to myself and my clients all the time, is like <laughs> the point of GNM is not to get to a place where, oh, I just don't have any conflicts anymore and I'm just like la ti da. Like, no. Yeah. That's that's not realistic. And I'm sorry, but that's you know, and if that's what you're looking for, like that's not what GNM is. But right. When you get to a place where you can have something unexpected, shocking, you can have all the criteria of a conflict shock or that unexpected thing happening. And it's like, how fast can you recover? You know, when like a baby's learning to walk and they fall down, like they just get back up. Mm -hmm. They don't give it all this meaning or, you know, cry. I mean, if they get hurt, they're probably going to cry, but like, you know, they're not like, oh, woe is me. I fell down. They just like get back (laughs) up and like try again. And as adults we're not as good at that skill. You know, we like, we like to wallow and stay in that victimhood. And, and part of kind of coming out of that is taking that personal responsibility. And it's not always easy. And that's why part of why German new medicine is so confronting for so many people, because taking that level of personal responsibility in every area of their life is not always easy. No, um, it's not. I mean, we've both gone through this transition. Um, but, you know, also thinking about the the stuff in the holistic realm, like with, um, you know, mul- actually, you can apply this to the modern medical model as well. You know, think about whether, you know, it's from a germ or a virus or the mold or the parasites. Well, you know, say for, for two people that both um, have, you know, toxic mold levels or whatever, why does one person have a rash? And the other person have stomach problems, right? Like digestive issues. And, you know, why um, in in the medical model, say like a germ, you get, you know, a a bug or, you know, virus, whatever. And, you know, one person has a sore throat and a cough and another person has body aches and fever and, you know, headache or something, right? Like why, you know, why are the, the symptoms different? And I think that's also part of the questioning process when you stop and ask yourself, okay, like why we have to dig like a little deeper here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So I can share then um, how I got into GNM. I'm much newer to GNM than you. Uh, I discovered GNM. Well, let's see. It was about two years ago that I really started to question um, the holistic realm mm. and started to think a little bit differently uh, about you know, food, like, oh, okay, this doesn't make sense to me anymore that, that food is really, you know, a root cause or, you know, the, even the mold or the parasites or the, you know, bacterial overgrowth or the yeast or whatever. I started to be a little more open-minded to the, you know, mind-body realm, to the relationship between, okay, stuff that we experience in our lives, um, Mm -hmm. you know, trauma and, you know, stress and all this stuff has an impact on then what, you know, symptoms we experience. So, I guess that's another like kind of sub paradigm of the holistic realm is like the mind body realm. Right. And then GNM kind of like branches off of that. But anyway, um, this was all part of my like questioning, you know, process. And 
It was about a year ago, though, that I really dove into GNM. Um, I came across it. I think it was either through Freya Kellett's podcast, uh, which is another great podcast, um, German New Medicine Stories, and then uh, Dr. Melissa Sell's work. Her she has a podcast too, and her you know YouTube channel. One of those is where I first came across it. And it was just like a million light bulbs went off. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This actually has an answer to all of my questions that even <laughs> I, I saw one of yeah. the top, um, I never had a cancer diagnosis, but I saw a doctor, one of the top integrative doctors in the world that specializes in cancer. And I was able to, to have a session with her and, you know, she was great. And, and we were going over one of my lab tests and this is after I'd been living really healthy and really into all the integrative health stuff. And, and my numbers came back that I just wasn't a good detoxer. You know, my detox pathways were blocked, <laughs> you know, and, and I was like, okay, but why? And I, I asked her and I was like, point blank. I'm like, can you tell me why after years of eating perfectly organic food, you know, doing all these things you recommend, doing the saunas, doing the, the detoxing, doing the protocols, taking really expensive supplements, spending thousands upon thousands of dollars on functional medicine lab testing and seeing some of the best of the best experts. Why do my labs look like this? You know, it does not add up. This yeah. does not make sense to me anymore. And she looked at me and she said, I don't know. And that's when I was like, this, which I appreciate, by the way, I appreciate when someone can be like, I don't know, you know, because I think mm -hmm. even, and we'll get into this in later episodes, we're not claiming that GNM explains literally everything about everything. I think there's more questions to ask, yep. um, just throwing that out there, but, you know, being open enough to be like, okay, maybe the way the, the lens through which I'm seeing the world is not, you know, the most helpful or the most accurate, right? And so yeah. that was the moment that I broke up definitively with the holistic health industry. I closed my practice. I stopped taking clients. I thought I can't do this. I did not feel good about it, did not feel in alignment. And so from that moment on, almost like exactly a year ago, I dove into studying GNM full-time. That was like my full-time job was studying GNM like eight hours mm. a day. And I became obsessed <laughs> as one does, um, that, you know, <laughs> finds a new passion. Right. And so I listened to podcasts upon podcasts. I took different courses. I've worked with different teachers and mentors, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, um, really trying to not only understand it, but apply it in my own life. Um, and then it was just, I think like two months ago that I started taking clients, um, with, you know, coaching from, you know, the GNM paradigm, but, uh, yeah, it's really just been this whole past year has been like GNM, like deep dive. <laughs> and it's been really life-changing for me. I, you know, speaking as a former hypochondriac, um, I can say that I'm no longer afraid of germs. Uh, I recently traveled, you know, went through an airport on a plane. I wasn't afraid of the radiation or the EMFs from the scanner machine. Um, which is huge for me. You know, I wasn't afraid of the person coughing next to me thinking that I can, you know, catch the bug. Right. Mm -hmm. I it's, I can't explain how refreshing it is to just feel the fear of so many things from both the modern medical model and the holistic model, you know, whether it's the fear of the mold in the hotel room I'm staying at or parasites from, you know, eating a certain undercooked food or something, 
or you know the glyphosate and the crackers that are not gluten free, uh, or you know the the germs going through the airport, right? Like to not have the fear of those things anymore, and know, and to have examples and experiences in my own life that prove it to me. Like, and this is I think really important for people to understand too. You don't have to just take our word for it or Dr. Yep. Hammer's word for it. You don't have to just blindly believe it. Um, unlike several, you know, it's not like a religion, right? That you just have to take it upon faith, you know, like um, you get to experience this in your own life. You get yeah. to see it in your own life when you understand the knowledge part of this and understand what conflict is related to which symptom you'll be like, oh my gosh. And it's like the, the scales kind of fall off your eyes and you've seen yeah. things in a totally <laughs> new way. And it's like, whoa, like this is wild. And just feeling the fear melt away and being able to step into finally peace with my mm -hmm. symptoms and with health. And like, you know, do you want to describe a little bit about, I guess we haven't really talked about what GNM is for people that have no clue what we're talking about. Just like a brief five minute overview of like, what GNM, you know, like how, what the GNM paradigm is, like how we view health differently um, and how, you know, the peace versus fear thing, you know, plays into that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So German new medicine, um, I would say the best way to describe it is a map. It's a map to understanding where your symptoms come from, what they what they mean and it's not it's not a modality it's not mm, yeah something you quote do it is the five biological laws is like how your body and how nature works mm -hmm. and german new medicine is kind of the brilliant and intelligent way of putting that all together in understanding symptoms from from this biological perspective mm -hmm. and to right understanding what's going on in your body and and the why exactly the why underneath it mm -hmm. instead of right like blaming the food or blaming the mold or you know um blaming your genetics or <laughs> what have <Right>. you um <laughs> And seeing and, symptoms is a good thing. Yes. Not as yes. a bad thing, which is very yep. different than the first two paradigms we discussed. And right. Symptoms are usually a sign of repair or healing that you've already, you've already relaxed about something. You've already resolved something. Mm -hmm. And then you have what I always call, I never even use the word sick anymore. I always use the mm -hmm. word like healing that. symptoms yeah. because yeah almost all all the symptoms that we encounter that we have are a result of you already resolved something and your body's repairing and going back to you know homeostasis and right. yeah that that is a whole paradigm shift in itself yeah. and and the fact that like we need bacteria um, a great analogy that uh, one of my mentors uses, and I think is actually from Dr. Hammer himself, is, you know, when we blame the bacteria, the viruses, the microbes for mm. XYZ symptom, it's like we're blaming the fire truck for the house fire. When yeah. 
the house fire was already there. Or in this case, you know, the symptom was already there. And the bacteria and microbes are actually there for like the cleanup phase. And they're there to help you and support you with, okay, do you need the, do you need to break down these extra cells now that you don't need anymore? Mm -hmm. Or the cells that were lost, do they need to be built up again? And that's why the bacteria are there. And so, you know, we do these tests or get these labs or do, you know, a throat, like a throat swab and, oh, it comes back with streptococcus. It's like, scary. (laughs) yay, my body is healing. And thank you. Like, thank you, bacteria, for allowing the the cells in my throat to heal and to, like, be supportive. Mm -hmm. And that is a a huge shift especially in you know light of the last four years um that you know we we actually need microbes and in in the human body and this is an estimate but there's four microbe cells for every one human cell like literally our body is more microbe cells than human cells and yet we have all this programming that we're supposed to be afraid of germs and we need to wash your hands right. constantly and you know every surface has to be wiped down with bleach and it's like mm, you yeah. can't actually sanitize the world and we need these microbes during the yeah. healing phase they're helpers exactly exactly yeah and they're um, they actually do cause the symptom in a way because the biological program that was triggered they're there like in the repair phase and that can like the symptom, you're basically feeling the results of the repair going on. Yeah. So you're, you're feeling that repair phase, right? So, you know, we'll get into this in future episodes and give a lot more specific examples and share some really cool stories. So don't worry, we're getting to it. Um, But yeah, we just wanted to give kind of an overview of the differences between the three paradigms. Um, And I think, like you said, the biggest being, you know, in the, in the modern medicine and, and holistic paradigms, there's an external bad guy, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the cause is outside of you and you're more or less kind of helpless. Like, okay, well, can I, you know, boost my like immune system or do what I can to like, you know, make my, you know, this is like terrain theory, right? Like I got to do what I can to like, you know, strengthen my body so that the bad, scary things that are coming to get me, I can, you know, fight them, you know, and even the (laughs) language, right. And and this is both in conventional medicine and holistic the fact that you're you gotta, fighting cancer or that yeah, you're you fighting cancer, uh-huh. right? Like I'm, you know, I'm fighting the, the bad nasties, the wee beasties, the parasites, or I'm fighting <laughs> the virus. I'm fighting the germs. I'm fighting off this bad thing that's coming to get me, you know, and like even, you know, mold or EMFs or what have you, you know, I got to protect myself and shield and fight when in reality, what's going on is your, your body is adapting in a logical and sensical biologically sensical way. And there's a Mm -hmm. reason, an actual biological purpose, um, you know, from a very primal perspective, of course, for every single tissue adaptation um, that can happen in the body. And so, you know, there's nothing to fight when you understand that, okay, you have a conflict shock, you know, a, you know, um, something that catches you off guard, that's, you know, emotionally distressing, you know, something like, um, you know, you find out your partner cheated on you or something, you know, there's this, this moment and, and your body starts an adaptation to help you better get through that, you know, and yeah. of course we'll dive into this later, but you know, it's, it's the difference in the language too. Like I'm fighting something versus 
you know, this cancer or whatever is happening is evidence of, you know, tissue adaptation going on and my body's in a repair phase. Yeah. Like it's going back to homeostasis. You know, we're always trying to reach, um, you know, go back to homeostasis. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, before we wrap up, I'll share a little bit about how I transitioned from yeah. yes, <laughs> quitting nursing, quitting religion, quitting yeah. a toxic family. <laughs> well, all within like a four month period. That was like, yeah, six, six, six years ago. Um, yeah. But I, it took me a while to feel confident. And I did a lot of years of, of studying and taking a lot of courses and programs mm -hmm. and working with coaches because yeah. I really wanted to understand and integrate GNM for myself and have a very integrated and like lived experience before I was ever even thinking about maybe I could do this um, right. and help other people. Yeah. But uh I, so I did nannying for a long time, um, still work with kids and I started my coaching practice four years ago and, um, yeah, in 2020 and, um, yeah, it's, it's been a learning experience. I mean, entrepreneurship, if anyone's listening, mm -hmm. you guys know, like it's, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you're always facing some other part of you that you, uh, didn't maybe know was there. <laughs> Um, yes, but it's been like such a beautiful way to support people. And, and again, really just go from that feeling of fear to peace. And like, how can I relax more into my everyday life so that I can experience the symptoms from a different perspective. And Absolutely. it's, it's been so beautiful to just help uh, lots of people and support lots of people because yeah. you know I I would never call myself a quote healer because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing anything you know Their body's I'm already healing <laughs> exactly like I'm supporting yeah myself mm -hmm. or someone else to like yeah. get through the healing and just remind them that they're not alone yeah and um you well, know what helping kind them of better understand and what kind healing. of symptoms to under to yeah. expect and mm -hmm. to understand what the body is going through and right. to right to let go of that fear because ultimately having symptoms without that fear piece is actually not that bad of an experience it's just like right. oh you know i'm having a symptom how do i support myself right. and you know easier said than done sometimes especially when it's really intense but yeah. ultimately that's more of the focus that like GNM brings is like, okay, I'm, I'm having this healing symptom. My body's already doing everything it needs to do. You know, if I'm tired, sleep, I don't need to figure out mm -hmm. why I'm tired or oh, like get into all the, you know, something is out there to get me in, but it's right. like, okay, if you're tired, sleep. And, you know, maybe oversimplifying it a bit, but that's ultimately like you know even our goal with this podcast is to make it more accessible yeah so that you understand what's going on and so that you can drop the fear because with more understanding comes more peace mm -hmm. and Absolutely. more freedom because you 
you understand what's going on. And it's not this unknown that we're programmed to be in fear about. And And do we even have any clue what symptoms or diseases would look like without the fear component? You know, like getting that major diagnosis or, you know, having some, some chest pains and the, oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. You know, like that's, that's huge. You know, like what if we didn't have the, the societal programming that, that cancer is this bad, big, scary thing, or that, you know, yep. oh, heart, heart symptoms. This means it's really serious. You know, I gotta take this seriously, go to the hospital. Like, and we're not saying like, never <laughs> go to the hospital, by the way, we're not, we're not telling anyone what to do with their health here, but, uh, you know, I think we just have no clue from both the mainstream, you know, modern medicine and holistic sides of things. Like, what would a symptom look like? The trajectory of a, a symptom or a sickness or disease or whatever, what would that look like without the fear? Mm-hmm. We don't really know. Um, so I think, you know, that's another big component. And, you know, you were mentioning like, you know, how gratifying in your practice to be able to help clients navigate this. And I think, um, and I, I'm sure you can speak to this transitioning from, you know, your your former role in nursing into, you know, helping, you know, teach and coach clients in this capacity with, you know, from a GNM framework, right? But I know for me, having coached clients in the holistic framework and then transitioning <laughs> to this new framework, it's a huge difference. Um, yeah. Huge. It's so much more gratifying for me and watching them and their journey. It's you're, you're giving them the tools Mm-hmm. to eventually, you know, they won't need you anymore. Like that's the exactly. goal, right? Like you're yep. helping them help themselves. Like it's all about, you know, you doing the work yourself and, you know, yep. sure. Maybe gain some additional support and, you know, helping someone guide you through that and and educate you in a way. But I think just being able to go from, from coaching in a way that was very unaligned and also, you know, very, I will say like, with the holistic realm, you have to have a good bit of money to even do any of that. I mean, some of the protocols and mm. like, um, supplement regimens and the, the fancy schmancy treatments for things like that's, you know, not covered by insurance and whatnot. I mean, it is just completely financially undoable, um, you know, for a lot of people. Yeah. So I think that was also a component I felt very unaligned with, like, this isn't, I don't know, you shouldn't have to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to like, <laughs> to like get well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on our, you know, first official episode and listening Yay. in our uh, websites and our Instagram handles will be linked below along with the email for the podcast freedom from fear pod at gmail.com and our youtube channel which this podcast will also be housed on as well and we hope to see you for uh future episodes we hope you enjoyed today's conversation we appreciate you being here if you would like some additional support in navigating your health symptoms We both provide coaching services from a German New Medicine perspective. Our Instagram handles and personal websites are linked in the podcast description.